Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. Coming at you live on this Tuesday morning. I don't know if it's cold where you're at, but it's cold where we're at in eastern Kentucky right now. It's cold. It's been cold. But anyways, I'm sitting here with the Zach attack. I got two of them with me. I got my brother-in-law, Zachary Cordell, sitting to my left. Good and morning, I got everybody. An old-time childhood friend, brother Zachary Kaufman, sitting across from me. Good morning, everybody. And uh, he's the youth pastor of Youngsville Pentecostal Holiness Church, Pastor Doug Heimer, just across the river. Yes, sir. About an hour and ten minutes away. Yep. Thanks yeah, for I'd being be a, a lot closer if we had a bridge right here. Yeah, I know yeah. it would be, wouldn't <laughs> it? Like 15 minutes. <clears throat> you got to build one of them. Yeah, that's uh, that's your project. Yeah. yeah. Build, Put your guys build on a bridge that. scaffold there. There we go. Next week. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for being our special guest co-host today. Yeah, I appreciate that. Though. Appreciate you jumping on here, trying to get you on here for a while. Just, yeah, I appreciate the invitation. You're just, uh, you're just a, such a busy man. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> Couldn't get you on here. Doesn't look well on you, Austin. <laughs> uh, but uh we appreciate zach and zach coming on zach finally made it home from oklahoma went to winter rally this weekend i did you? go to winter rally and we had a great time there heard a lot of good preaching and heard a lot of good singing and i put together a choir on saturday night and i told him i love going to oklahoma and doing music because it's so easy you just give them a song and all them singers out there they're great singers of course you know you got the meadows and the brocks and a lot of other people too that are good singers out there and so you get them all together and give them a song uh, of course sister carrie gotro's out there and then it's done you don't really have to do anything you just stand out there and tell them when to sing the chorus and when to sing the verse and that's pretty much it. So point a finger. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, it was good. Uh, we had a good time. Of course, I you know I sometimes I direct a little bit different. Um, I give you know word pronunciations for sometimes each word. It, it depends. And uh, I told him to say one of the words was four, and I said say four, and uh, they thought that was pretty funny. But they did it, and it sounded good too. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a good time and uh, those are great great people out there of course brother douglas meadows was the one over that and uh his him and his church done a phenomenal job of putting it on and it was on the bristow campgrounds this year and it's a uh, nice campground yeah it was a huge crowd a lot of people there and it was the first time i was ever on the bristow campgrounds so i'd never been out there and it was really it was really nice we really enjoyed it we went to bristow camp meeting back in june we was on our way home from california have you ever been to bristow camp meeting i have not I had some invitations just never got a chance so to. we stopped by just because yeah, we was literally driving right through on our way to indiana so we stopped by and i can't remember i think thursday it was at least 100 degrees it was it was so hot that it, it was just unbelievable I remember I preached a youth service, um, and it was I went into my uh, fifth wheel and uh, changed clothes. I went and changed clothes for the main service after that youth service. But since last year's camp meeting, they put some sides on it, and uh, I think they put a heater and air conditioner in it or something like that, seemed like, and uh, put some garage doors on it. So hopefully it won't be that hot next year. Oh, yeah. Ain't much you can do. Oklahoma's just hot. I was, I've been there several times during the... Uh, during the spring and summer and that is a very that's a place that gets very hot i have never been to oklahoma you didn't even cross the border never even crossed the border oh my i haven't been there much i've been there just a couple times you need to take a trip to california 
Never been there either. You talk about hot. When we was going through the uh, Mojave Desert on our way back home, it was 109 degrees pulling a fifth wheel. Unbelievable. When we got out of the rest stop, literally in the middle of nowhere, I opened my door and that heat just smacked me right in the face. I mean, it was so hot. It's a lot different, though. You, It could be 90 degrees in California, and you don't sweat like you do here when it's like 75. Because there's just not so much moisture in the air and stuff. So, Anyways, Brother Zach, we got some uh, reviews, don't we? We do have a few reviews on Apple, and it looks like they're all five-star reviews. So that's pretty good. That's good. And the first one says, I love this podcast with an exclamation point is the title of the review. And it says, hey, two peas. My name is Becca Sandlin. I attend Five Mile Holiness Church in Mount Orobo, Ohio. Pastor Bob Sandlin. I just wanted to take the time to thank you both so much for your time and dedication to this podcast. But a special thank you for the clean, good, and encouraging content that my family and I can enjoy Keep up the good work, and we pray God blesses your ministries and that this podcast reaches many souls. God bless. Well, thank you so much for your kind words, and we hope this podcast touches somebody's life. You got how many reviews you got? Um, we've got one, two, we've got three more. All right. The next one says, I love the podcast with Brother Zach on the stake. Thank God for two peas. And so he named you, but then he said two peas. Yeah, so I but guess I think he really appreciates up. me more than anybody else. I guess. Um, There's only two people on here normally, so. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, thinking. Well, well. It was uh, a thumbs, the the name is two C's and a thumbs up, so. Huh. Whoever that is, yeah. thank you. They like it looks you, like I somebody is, knows how to eat steak, so I appreciate that. And then, um... We've got another one here. It says, enjoying your podcast, and it's from the Isaacs fan. And it says, hello, Brother Zach and Brother Austin. Just wanted to let you all know I'm enjoying two peas in a pod. Keep up the good work, Odie. Aha. Shout out to Odie. We've known her a long time. Yes. How you doing, Odie? It's my cousin. Oh, yeah, I forgot it is your cousin. I forgot that. another... Sister Odie, she, uh, of course, she, her home church is the church I was raised in. And uh, when I was a young kid, she'd come up to me and kind of give me some uh, some counseling. She'd say, Austin, you need to straighten up. You need to straighten up. You probably did. <laughs> and I'd say, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And so when I really got in there and started preaching and stuff, she was just so proud of me. I thought it was funny. Yeah, when, when Austin first awesome come around, around, Austin first come around, I just, uh, I wasn't too high on him. No, he hated me. I walked up to Kelly. I saw her over there talking to him. He was not very Christ-like. At a laser tag place after a youth rally. And I walked up in Kelly's ear and I said, you better get away from that guy right now. (laughs) And then I walked off. And I don't know if Austin tried to speak that night or not, but he tried to talk to me a few other times. But I never did talk much to him. I look at him. He can't live without me. Loves me to death. But, you know... (laughs) I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Oh, goodness. All right, so we got another review, and uh, I didn't take his advice. I married his sister. So anyways. Uh, <laughs> she didn't take my advice. Exactly. Uh, so I didn't advise Austin. I didn't know him, but oh, yeah. I advised Kelly. And she, she didn't, didn't even listen. know he judged a book by But I'm glad she didn't. Done. You know, it worked out pretty good, I guess. And the Holy Ghost put his approval on it. That's awesome. Before we even got married. And then I had to get Zach's approval. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's funny. He didn't get mine. 
I'm still waiting on it. Really are you? It's been almost 10 years. <laughs> I doubt you'll ever get it. <laughs> uh, Daddy will. All right, we got another one. Uh, I think this refers to our apology. Yep. A while back. So, it's five stars, though, so that's good. That's pretty good. It says, funny mistake. So this has happened all my life. Jordan takes all the credit for good things I do. It's me. I'm Isaac Roberts. I'm 14 years old, and he is 21, so people usually don't even know me. <laughs> but it's okay, because I've been doing this all my life, making Jordan look good. <laughs> so, Brother Zach Kaufman, we was on uh, the podcast the other day, and somebody wrote in and didn't tell us who they was. And they said they was from their dad's church, Jonathan Roberts. And just by the looks on the, the just by the way it read, we thought, oh, this must be Jordan. And neither one of us even thought about Isaac and uh, and so well it was not Jordan they listened to the podcast and it was not Jordan it was Isaac so uh, second apology I think we yeah issued an apology yeah we did issue an apology but we're going to issue a second one we're so sorry keep listening Isaac keep listening and uh, he said he's been making Jordan look good all his life and he said and by the way meant to say that a steak should be medium rare oh my now I'm a medium guy but medium rare medium well yeah I can do medium well too but this is controversial because Zach is well done. Like burnt, almost. That's how my burger's going to be, but my steak yeah. be. So, steak. anyways, medium rare. That's pretty rough. Yeah, that's, that's pretty pink. That's pretty rough. That. Don't move it. I yeah. Mean, it's like. Yeah, you got to stab that thing. It's still moving. Yeah, that's awful. But it says, brothers, I'm sorry for some what. For the somewhat hateful review. However, I feel like this needed to be said. Which one? The steak or making Jordan look good? I'm not sure which one needed to be said. But it says, in all seriousness, I really do love the podcast and hope y'all can handle my joking. I am not joking about this being Isaac. But love what y'all are doing. Keep up the ministry of sharing God's love and light. Hashtag Virginia fan. I got to point something out real quick. Because it's cracking me up. What? Well, Brother Zach said it's still mooing, referring to the steak as a cow. (laughs) And Austin said, "Yeah, it's still moving." <laughs> yeah, moving. Oh, I did. I heard the V. I heard a V in that. I don't think you did. I was wondering what y'all was laughing. He's making me laugh. I don't even know what he's laughing about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still moving. Which I guess move. Well, if it's moving, it's moving. So technically, I'm still right. Mm, okay, that's right. fine. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Is that the last one? I don't know. If- yep, I think so. Is that the last review? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, thank you, everybody, for your reviews on Apple. We don't have no new no new emails currently, but if you would like to send us an email with any feedback, it's 2Ps21 at yahoo.com. Which is T-W-O. I was just about to put an emphasis on that W. Because I had somebody the other day says double O. Yeah, we was eating out the other day, and a woman in our church, she said, um, Austin, you keep saying T-double-O. I said, I'm sorry. You get tongue-tied. T-W-O-P-E-A-S-2-1 at yahoo.com. And if you'd like to follow us on Instagram or send us a direct message, it's two peas on a pod, 21. And you'll find us on there, and we'll give you all the updates about new episodes and what's coming. So, anyways, Brother Zach, what are we going to talk about today? Which Zach are you referring to? That is a good question. We got the Zach attack today. No, I, I think I know which one, really. I was just carrying on. But anyway, well, we are going to talk about the traps of technology. And I need a sound bite that says, dun, 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 dun. 
like we've already mentioned, Brother Zach Kaufman's here, and you've heard him a little bit. So he's going to join in on the conversation today. And so we're going to jump on in and talk about that. Um, I'm going to read a scripture here. Go ahead. And I read this, I mean, I heard this preached from several years ago at PFYC by Brother Dwayne Gallagher. And I don't know if this sermon is online anywhere. I know they have a lot of theirs archived, but I don't know if uh, if this one is. I don't think it is, actually. But anyway, this he preached on technology down there one year. I don't know if you all remember that. Do you remember that, either of you? I do. I was there. Yeah. And, uh, well, if I do or not. He took the text out of 1 Corinthians 7.31, and it said, And they that use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passeth away. And I thought that was just, he preached so excellent from that. Of course, Brother Gallagher is a, you know, a great, great preacher. And he, he took that for a text, and I thought that was very appropriate. Um, looking back at this years later, you know, I was, I was just a kid when he preached that, but I remembered it. And so when we was talking about this subject, I went back to that scripture and looked at it. And that word abuse there, I think it is obviously the key here. Um, and it just simply means to overuse or to misuse and thus to abuse. And I think that is the problem a lot of times with technology. I don't think uh, the technology itself is a sin. And there are proper ways to use it. And, of course, I use it for work all the time, I'm sure. Well, obviously, we're too. using it right now. Yeah, we're on it right now. <laughs> yes. Austin just gave out our Instagram name. Yes, sir. So, and email. <laughs> so we obviously don't think it's all a sin, but there is a uh, a way to use this world, and then there's a way to abuse this world. That's exactly right. Technology is nice. Really. I was talking about it a while back. Technology is nice. You know, I was out preaching a while back by myself. My kids were sick. I got to FaceTime or uh, whatever it was called, my wife. Video called my wife and kids. Told them goodnight. Told them I loved them. That's pretty cool. You know, soldiers overseas, you know, when my dad was overseas when I was a kid, they didn't have video call. But nowadays, you can Skype. They Skype the soldiers overseas. And you can see, I mean, you can't hug them, obviously, but you can still see them on the computer or tablet or phone or whatever while they're in war. That's pretty cool. That's pretty nice. And DoorDash... And, uh, I mean, you name it, I, I guess we could all think of different awesomeness, uh, awesome things about technology. And, uh, you know, get everybody's got an app nowadays. You can order your, like if we're around your area, we can get on the app and order Domino's. And it's already done when we get there. Man, that's nice. That's convenient. Technology is nice. And we already said we have an Instagram. We have an email. We're using podcast equipment. This is fancy technology. I guess it's fancy. I don't know. But it's technology. And we're using it. And we like it. It's technology. But there is dangers in technology. But we do want to make a disclaimer on this podcast before we get going. We are not against social media in its entirety. We are not against all technology. Obviously, you're listening to us on technology. But there are there's a trap of it. There's a danger of it. And we, you would have to be uh, just naive to not talk about it. Yeah, as Brother Zach said, the problem is is when the user becomes the abuser. That is the problem with technology, is when the person that is using it begins to go beyond the confounds. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know. What did I, what did I say? What did I do? Oh. I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> what was so funny about user and abuser? 
nothing. I was just looking at you, and you just really in it. And had oh, that, it was. You was I'll just, tell you what I was you laughing got your, at. Your rhyme going. I and pulled you just, this up to try to <laughs> find. I that the other day. <laughs> I tried to find that. I was going to look at that article that's in Austin. And then I sent him that today. <laughs> and then it made me start laughing. Anyways, we're getting back on track. Go ahead. The problem is, though, like Brother Zach said, is when the user becomes the abuser and they start to use technology beyond the original confounds of what it was meant for. And they, they use it. It becomes something that harms them rather than something that benefits them. Right. Yeah, I think that is uh, that is key right there. Um, really, no matter what you're talking about, if you do anything too much, then it you know it becomes a hindrance. Right. Um, you know whether that's fishing or hunting or you know anything at all. Oh, you know yes. you got to use moderation and everything. Anything to take you away from the Lord. Right. Technology is a way that the devil has got so many to backslide, and some to fall from technology from the from the accessibility of sin people can sin in just a matter of seconds you know a hundred years ago obviously they didn't even have phones but it you know you could always sin you didn't have to have technology we, we do have to preface that you know david didn't need any technology whatsoever on the rooftop all david had to have was it in his heart and so yes we need to i guess say that if you've got it in your heart you're going to sin no matter whether you have technology or not People need to know that and realize that. It don't matter what you do, you can sin if it's in your heart. But if it also if it's in your heart, technology is something that it makes it easily accessible. And as young people, especially because we're young people, we have a heart for young people. All I'm thirty, both these acts are twenty eight. So we're still young folks. And young folks, you know, we're still flesh and a lot of young folks, you know, they're they're curious, they're experimenting with life. They're going through a lot of depression, some mind battles, and you don't want to just throw sin with an open invitation in their arms and just hope that they, you know, don't do wrong. Oh, that's correct. I, I would say probably the biggest danger with social media or with technology itself is the, the fact that it, it's time. It, it takes up our time. And right. If we're not careful, we'll, you know, we'll spend two, three four hours you know on technology and we'll spend you know 30 minutes 10 minutes praying and before we know it it's consumed us or it's become our god yeah you know, and that's that really I, I mean if you played me a video games for instance i mean you can you can mean what 10 minutes on it or any kind of game game yeah. on your phone and before you know it you've already spent you know five hours on it and yeah, that's right. You've wasted your time. You yeah. could be doing something that's profitable. And, and the so, days don't get longer. There's still they only don't. 24 hours. Yeah, <laughs> it don't matter. And yeah. Before you know it, the day's gone. I read the other day, um, I can't remember, I, I don't have it written down here, but how many Snapchat users there were. Um, well, this says, I just looked it up again, in 2019, there were 203 million Snapchat users. And I read the, uh, I can't remember if it was from this same um, statistic or not, but with however many users it was, it was way in the hundreds of millions, a couple hundred million, somewhere around there, users, and like three billion snaps a day that were sent. Three 
billion snaps a day. Wow. Can you imagine that? I mean, how much time, like like Zach just said, as Brother Zach, excuse me, uh, just said, <laughs> um, is being consumed by, you know, mainly our young people. Yeah. I know it's not only young people in there, but mainly young people spending that much time talking to each other. I know there's a thing called streaks on Snapchat. Um, I just looked up all this stuff a while back because <clears throat> I was talking about it in Sunday school. And they say that streaks is it's a it's a number that comes up with a certain person. So like, how many days in a row did you Snapchat that person, and uh, or snap? I guess people just say mm-hmm. snap that person, and it's a way for you to measure your friendship. And so friendships are being measured by wow. streaks. I didn't know that. And they're looking at. They said this person that was writing the article. I can't remember where it come from. I think it was just a secular website. Um, said that you know kids will look at that and say somebody that's supposed to be their best friend they'll see that they've been snapping somebody more than they have them and they say oh I thought you're my best friend so they get, then they go and get another friend and then there's a, a you know a schism wow. between them and so there are there's so many traps in technology and people I mean, don't just, think that's the enemy yeah right but you know is, oh yeah that's how he works. Yeah, and Snapchat itself, I know I remember reading an article on Snapchat one time, and I know you have as well. I know we all have. We talked about it. That the original intent of the inventors of Snapchat, now we're not against all social media like we already said. We have an Instagram account for our podcast. But the intention of Snapchat was so people could send pictures to one another and they automatically be deleted and never traced again. Well, that's just a trap for young people. They could send a picture... Of whatever they want to, whether it be good or bad, and it be erased immediately. Their mm-hmm. parents to never find it, it's gone. Now, I'm sure Snapchat's got it in its archives um, to use, you know, in court cases and stuff if they have to. But as far as your personal uh, use, it's gone. Well, that's just that's just danger waiting to happen. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was looking at up the statistics of TikTok, and there's 700 million TikTok users in 2020. Or something that's been, you know, it's a year ago or so now. Wow. Whenever they've done that, uh, could be going on two years, I guess, depending on when they've done that survey. But uh, 700 million. And, that's you know, unreal. there's only, uh, what, 330 million people in the U.S. Yeah. So you look at look at how many users there are across the world. It's crazy. Yeah. And they say that, uh, I've, I don't know, <laughs> I've never had a TikTok, but I've heard and read that. Any uh, any profile over the age of sixteen is automatically public, and so everybody is a public uh, profile wow. that's over the age of sixteen. And of course, you can put in I'm sure any age, just like you can on anything. And so, could you imagine having your kids on something that anybody out of seven hundred million people that are out there could message them or watch their stuff or be watching Anybody in the world and on their page. I mean that's that's crazy. That's, any that's predator. Oh yeah. Any just you know, any sinner that's out to destroy somebody's life. Anything and everything. Oh yeah, that's dangerous. And that's where I I think with TikTok one of the dangers that I've seen there is the fact that you got we preach you know, against country music, we preach against you know, looking at things ungodly, we preach against, you know, rap, rock, you know, mm-hmm. anything that's, any kind of music that's ungodly and not right. edifying to the spirit. And one of the things that I've seen, the dangers that I've seen about TikTok is uh, kids and young people don't don't see the importance of what they listen to on there. It's, you know, they'll listen to a, 
uh, clip, a little clip that's got a, a, a mini portion of a you know piece of music on it, mm-hmm. a mini portion of a song on it, and they it's catchy to them. They don't know what it means, you know, mini portion of something from Nicki Minaj or something from uh, you know Cardi B, and, and they were just or you know some other country <laughs> singer or so you know, yeah. and you know they're they're singing it, they're saying it because it's catchy to them. And then before you know it, um, they, they're looking up the song, they're right. listening to the album, and it's just a trap from the enemy, I feel like, yes. personally, yeah. you know, to get us, now is everything wrong on there? No. no I'm, I'm not saying it is, but but I'm just saying, uh, like Proverbs said in uh, Proverbs 2.11, um, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. That word discretion is common sense. Just just be careful, you know what you're listening to. Be yeah. careful yeah. what you're looking at. That that just good old common sense will yeah. keep you. And that, that well, thing, you know, if they're playing a bad song at Walmart while you're grocery shopping, you can't help that. You have no, to get groceries. Yeah, you have to have food, but you don't have to willingly make yourself listen and watch things. And uh, I remember some time ago, I, TikTok just exploded, and you about have to live under a rock to never have heard to have heard of the name TikTok. And these social media accounts, um, Brother Zach, I know you've talked about it, they have algorithms. They do, yeah. So it, it, anything that's, I guess, with with any social media account, including TikTok, um, mainly, so a social media account, including TikTok, is algorithm-driven. So in other words, what you look at, what you uh, look up, what you watch, what you listen to, that is going to be what you see when you open up your account, uh-huh. or something that is, um, you know, from that same kind of content, you know. So it's any, and, but that's the same thing with with anything. I think mm-hmm. you mentioned YouTube, and, yeah. You know, the regular internet, anything like that. Um, if you're on there, like every Sunday on YouTube, if I get on there, there's a certain church that pops up at the top. Yeah, every Sunday. mine too. <laughs> Mine too. And then, but it's the same. I mean, you look up yeah. your look up something on your phone. Yeah. And about five minutes later, you're gonna start getting ads. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's true. It's algorithm driven. You know. It's just. Yeah. Just and how it even is. on those media accounts, though, advertisements they might be they might be of something you just googled. Yeah. That's kind of creepy, but it might be you may have looked up you know chainsaws for sale, and you'll go and you know you'll see a YouTube video or a media account and there'll be chainsaws just whatever oh, yeah. for example. But sometimes advertisements are not like that mm-hmm. at all. You might be on something. Anything has ads now. Anything has ads. Anything you have to pay for. I was checking the weather for Vanceburg the other day, and the Weather Channel would have only let me go like three days, and I was wanting to look at ten the ten day forecast. It only let me go to like three days, and said I had to pay a subscription to go to the rest. So they're trying to make money off everything, oh, trying yeah. to push advertisements on everything. And uh, you can get on Webster's Dictionary. The Webster's Dictionary app does advertisements. Ever so many uh, definitions, it'll pop an advertisement up. You never know what you're gonna see. Oh yeah. The devil is pushing sin. On everybody, he's pushing through technology. It's getting pushed and pushed on everybody. And I'll tell you, these advertisements, some of them, like, for example, YouTube, almost any YouTube video, I don't care if it's a church service. You get on there, you'll have to go through two advertisements. And so, like we mentioned, you know, we're not here to say that everything is bad. Obviously, we were talking about, you know, uh, stuff that we have and do and all that. But I was going to 
read this. This guy named Scott Galloway is a professor at uh, New York University Stern School of Business. Of course, I've never heard of that, but sounds sort of prestigious, I guess. (laughs) But uh, I looked him up on just like Wikipedia, and it says that he's an atheist, so no kind of religious uh, affiliation at all. And he said the other day, he said, as a parent, I would rather give my son, I think he said 14-year-old son, I don't know, but I think he said 14, uh, I'd rather give my son a bottle of Jack Daniels and a marijuana uh, joint than to give him an Instagram account and a Snapchat account. And I thought that was as a that young was really teenager. something. Yeah, because he's, like I said, he's not religious at all. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was just talking, I think, I, if I remember right, mostly about the, uh, you know, the negative effects it has on uh, their mind and things about uh, the likes. And we mentioned this, um, was talking about it, I don't think, on this podcast, um, but we was talking about it earlier, um, that it's all about the likes. You know, a lot of times they want yeah. the likes, and, and I think that's where he was coming from. He said it, it you know damages them mentally um, and, and doesn't really prepare them for real life no. at all because everything on there is fake you know that's yeah. all that's all the social media life is totally different from real life and even from that standpoint an atheist said that he wouldn't give it to him and he wasn't even looking at the traps of the devil you know and oh, yeah. we know that that's far worse than, than well, anything people have relationships even across the world with somebody that they're just looking at a picture on their account and they've got a long-term relationship. Some have went long periods of time. Well, they've never even just, seen each other. My cousin, not just, it's been a few years now, actually, but he moved to Alaska and yeah. uh, from Kentucky to Alaska. I think he met her on Xbox. He had met on the games, and he moved to Alaska. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah I, I know you know, Silicon Valley, the, the mm-hmm. ones that created all the social media, the ones that's behind it all, um, they designed it to have what's called the casino effect. And so, in other words, that, that that feeling that a person gets that makes them come back for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that it makes them want to gamble, makes them want to. You know, they're they're thinking this next time could be it. This next, you know, hundred dollars could be my mega millions. Yeah, it's that same effect in the mind of a of a person wondering who liked my pictures, who's you know who you know how many. How many do I have now? Or you know, who's how many followers? My, how many followers? How many? And it it releases an adrenaline rush almost. Yeah, and it, that's what it, it's called the casino effect. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, what you were saying there, um, brother Zach Cordo. I gotta say last names on this podcast <laughs> on this <laughs> on this episode because you're both ZC, like you said. But you was talking about kids, and Google said that the average age that a kid has a smartphone now is 12 to 13 years old. And I, I just can't wrap you my can, mind around it. You could just refer to me as Zach the Elder. I think <laughs> I'm older. What was your birthday? April the 20th. Oh, I'm Zach the Less. Yeah, oh. he was. I, think he's, <laughs> I thought it was after. Are you six days? Seven days. Seven days younger than me. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got that back. I'm Zach the Less. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> Forget that. But anyway, the first name is Zach the Shorter. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I couldn't imagine letting a kid that's barely a teenager is trying to find their place in this life, already battling enough with that. Oh yeah. And then they are given the entire internet. They're given access to anything and everything in this world in, in their pocket at twelve and thirteen years old. 
And the internet is a blessing for a lot of things. But no kid at 12 and 13 years old needs the entire World Wide Web at their fingertips. You know, I'm always, uh, this one message I did a while back talking about uh, keeping your eyes on God. I was doing a lot of research on different uh, figures and histories, stuff I was looking at. I was uh, researching a foundation, and, you know, just doing research for a message, researching for a message and stuff. like It's nice. That is super nice. I don't have to go sit at a library and go through book after book after book to try to find stuff. But the idea that a kid could have look up I mean look up anything it want anything they want in two or three seconds. And then now we got kids, you know, their 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 parents go to bed. They can stay up till they can stay up literally all night long in their locked room, dark in a dark room at night with their parents asleep and they can literally Google and do internet on anything they want. And then erase it and their parents have no idea. Oh, yeah. And they've had a night full of sin. Yeah, no no accountability, no, you know, nobody watching over them. But that's why you've got kids, you know, that's that's younger starting to face problems that older mm-hmm. ones do. You got kids that's younger starting to, you know, face what's called the image crisis. You know, they're they're struggling with how they dress, how they look. They've got to look a certain way. They've got to, you know, be a certain weight. They've got to have, you know, a certain yeah. type of clothing. Right. If they don't, they don't feel like they're fitting in. They don't feel like they're anybody. And it's because of the Instagram models or the, the social media model. They It creates a certain, um, I guess you would say, uh, stereotype of life. But if you really looked at the people that's posting, you know, they don't have a perfect world like they're posting. They've got problems, too. Right. They've got struggles, too. You know, it's, and a lot of these young people don't understand that. They feel like that. You know, they've got to be perfect like they are, but, mm-hmm. but they're not. And a lot yeah. of times, what they're taking pictures of or whatever, it might be of somebody else's. It might even be oh, theirs. Yeah. They're just doing it for the following, for oh, yeah. the likes. Yeah. And the end game is popularity, you know. It is. Fitting in. And we've seen over and over that popularity don't work. No, that don't fulfill. I mean, look at, you know, you can you can just start naming them off. Um, Elvis and so on and so on. You know, it, popularity has never worked. Yeah. It's never fulfilled. I heard a preacher say one time, um, he's talking about um, Instagram and Snapchat and all these, uh, Facebook, you know, everything. And he was, uh, this wasn't even a holiness preacher, but he said, he said, we were never made to have that many contacts. He said, the human was never made to be in contact with thousands of people at one time. Wow. He said, we were made to have direct interaction. And he said, he said, we were never made to have the approval of a thousand people. And uh, that's true. You know, right. you know, we don't need the approval of a right. thousand people. Right. You know, you, you're you're there to work for your family and provide for your family and to, uh, uh, you know, get the... Uh, I don't know if you would say even approval, but to um, base your life off of your close friends. You're, yeah. just, you're meant to have some personal friendships, but you're not meant to have uh, that many, you know, contacts in every day in every aspect of your life. You know, not everybody needs to know what you're having for dinner or when you're going to the bathroom or, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Not everybody needs to know that all the time. Yeah. And uh, I was just thinking, you know, when it comes down to it, if I had a tragedy in my life or if I got sick, if something terrible happened in my life, it don't matter if I've got 5,000 friends on a social media account. They ain't going to do nothing for me. A lot of times they ain't. But what really matters is, is I don't, I don't talk to, you know, I don't talk to my brother-in-law on a social media account. 
as far as like maybe Marco Polo, but I don't, you know, we don't direct message or like and comment to it's stay in I contact. Follow you. <laughs> yeah, I would follow we have the same <laughs> Instagram page. <laughs> well, I have a podcast page. That's it. The, we're on our names together. So, actually, you do follow. Maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, I don't talk to you through you know social media accounts. We text and we call most of the time. And yeah. if something happens to me, I would hope that both of you y'all just gonna probably make a joke. But when it can't come really down to it. Y'all would help me, and I would oh, help yeah. you. If something happened, yeah, I'd be at your funeral. I'd try to help your children. Anything that would happen, we'd try to help each other because we're actual friends. I've been, you know, we've been friends 10 years. We've been friends 20 years. Those are friendships. Those are relationships that comments and likes and follows don't have. Yeah, the only thing he can think of something that would happen to me is I would die. <laughs> I just first thing came to my head. I'd be at your funeral, man. I'd be, I'll be right there looking at you in the casket. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, you know, if anything, you know, if you didn't have groceries, I'd try to help you. <laughs> now you said we don't comment, but now I do comment on some of the things that you do. What I, I'm talking about on social media. <laughs> I'll text you some comments sometimes. Yeah, I said we text and call. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just talking about social media. Actually, you don't text me no. hardly ever. <laughs> don't. If you go through your text messages, they're Austin, 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 and I bet a bunch of them are unread. He's the guy that's got four thousand unread emails, twelve hundred unread texts. And when you polo Marco Polo him, he'll watch it and not reply. That's this guy right here. Now me, I'm OCD. Everything's red at all times. See what? I got one hundred and sixteen unread messages right now. Oh my goodness! See, it? I have. I'm like a. I have 155. Oh my goodness. I have zero. I have zero. Mr. Perfection. No, I'm just OCD. It would drive me nuts. I couldn't do it. They say that a person that's really OCD, they would call it CDO. <laughs> In the alphabetical order. That is funny. I never thought about that. Yeah, I'll funny. probably do that now. Yeah, CDO. I was diagnosed ADHD when I was younger. Was you? Yeah, I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but we got to get keep going. We're getting right where rabbit trailing. We was talking about technology. There's one thing we was talking about phones. <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention on here is something that I found out uh, probably two years ago on my old phone, and I found out that it comes standard on. I don't know about every phone, but I know as far as Samsung phones, it comes standard. And Who I cares? Was, I was going. <laughs> Who cares what comes on Samsung? Who even uses them things? Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. Two out of three people in here does. (laughs) The majority of this room does. Oh, yes. Um, Anyways. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Um, Majority of people ain't right with the Lord either. I'm not saying y'all ain't. (laughs) I'm just saying. Wide is the game. Wow. You see, well done was wrong. All right, let's go. Anyways, back on subject. There's a thing on the on the phone there. I don't. If you'll go, I was going to bookmarks to click on a website that I had saved, and there was a tab there called Incognito, and I I hit that tab called Incognito, and my whole screen went black and purple, and I was like, I thought I changed the highlight color or something, so I googled what it was, and it said that Incognito was built into the phone, and so that if you didn't want to physically and manually go delete all your history, it'd do it for you. As soon as you looked at something, it's deleted. As soon as you put, picked up something, it was deleted. It didn't matter. You and so I was like, "Oh my goodness, what a way that the devil is trying to and he's trying to make sin as accessible and as easy as he possibly can." I was reading an article one time, 
and uh, I was looking at a sermon about just accessibility to sin and stuff, and I seen an article, and the article talked about apps that they have nowadays on the Play Store, on on the Apple Store, and the apps are, and it's made, it has to be made for children, or has to be made for a spouse that wants to hide. And what it is specifically, it said there's apps out there. It may look like a calculator, and I think parents need to be aware of this. Yeah, I've heard of that. It might look like a calculator, yeah. and when you put it, when you click on it. It might be on your kid's front screen. When you click on it, it looks it's a calculator. And so there ain't nothing to it. But when you type in a special little code, it completely unlocks in any text, video, uh, picture, anything you want hidden, you can put in that one app. Oh, yeah. And it'll, it won't be on your phone, but it'll be in the app. And your parents and whoever you're hiding it from will never find out about it. Now, there was other apps. That's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. There was a, like text messaging and different things. There's different apps where you could hide it. And so the devil has just made everything. Everything is uh, in technology. It's just a trap. I guess the, the good thing to remember is with this is that God is watching so uh, yeah. we we've got a we've got all this at our fingertips, you know we've got everything accessible to us, right. and uh, not everything's wrong. Not everything's you know, wrong on social media. Not everything's wrong on on the internet. Not you know not technology in itself ain't wrong, but we need to understand that there is an all seeing eye that's yes. watching us. There, I, I read a story, and I'll I'll pass this on the Austin after this. I read a story of a. Um, of an individual, um, they was doing a study on a school, and they said the school was, it was suffering horribly, and they was uh, thinking about shutting it down, and uh, there was drug uses going on in the classroom, there was just awful, ungodly things, a lot of cheating going on in the classroom, right underneath the teacher's nose, and uh, they didn't know how to stop it, and an artist came in and painted a picture of an eyeball on the wall of that that classroom and they said no matter where you sit in the classroom it looked like it was looking at you mm. and they said drastically over the first week 80% of the cheating 80% of the drug uses completely wow. you know, went down wow and they, that's a good um, story they, <laughs> I won't take it okay that's fine that's easy. <laughs> they, they asked him they said why why'd you guys quit what made you change? And they said, we felt like somebody was watching us. And that's what we need to realize mm-hmm. you know, always that yeah. God, regardless, you know, there there might be things on social media, might be things on the internet, might be things on technology where you can hide it from your parents or your pastor you know, or your wife or, or you know anybody, your friends. But regardless of who you can hide it from, you're not hiding it from God. No. You know, God's still in control. So it, we're living in a world right now where it's your heart. Yeah. Really, we're, it, yes. if it's in your heart, it's going to come out. That's what it's always it's, been. It, you know, some are quick to name. That's a sin. That's a sin. You're going to hell for this and this and this and this and this. Yeah, There's a long standards. list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we believe in some of it. But some people are so quick to name all this stuff just because it's the new fad or it's technology. What the fact is, it's the heart. All this stuff we're talking about is not a sin in itself. You know, a lot of these things is not a complete sin in itself, you know, to have a Facebook or YouTube account or an Instagram like our podcast does or whatever. But if it's in your heart, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I think it it, it could be, though, for it some people. Be. It could be. Yeah, for yes. some people, yes. I think, you know, you, you know, 
uh, it comes down to personal convictions on some things, and uh, you know the way people handle things You're and treat right. things. I think it could be a sin, it could be. and it definitely, and that's what you know. That's what I think we're saying here, and uh, it's what I teach in my Sunday school class a lot. Is I told him last Sunday, I said I'm not here telling you that social media will send you to hell, but I'm here to tell you that it could. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> you know it could. Oh yeah, I've made that the you same could. Yeah. So that's uh. You know, that's the thing. It's not that it may be a sin um, in and of itself, but it definitely can be and right. could lead there. So anybody that wouldn't at least acknowledge the dangers of it, they don't need it. No. no. <laughs> you you got to keep your guard up, man. Yeah. With technology in general, you can't get too comfortable with it. Right. No. you got to keep your guard up. That's what we're talking about. There's just a trap that's in it, and he's trying to set the trap, but you don't have to fall for it. You do not have to fall for the trap. You need to stay away from sin. The Bible says to abstain from all appearances of evil. All right, everybody. That's it for Two Peas on a Pod on this Tuesday edition. So we hope you join us again next Tuesday and every first and second Thursday for the remainder of 2022. And we'll see you in the next episode. Brother Zach, thanks for coming over. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. See you later. of life I've run The Lord says to me my child well done There will be no regrets for me I'll be